0: Hey, it's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Steve, I gotta tell you, I love the title of a book that gives me the questions for the interview, <laughs> uh, my friend. Good to good to talk to you again. You know, let me put two numbers on the table: uh, January 2021, 1.4 percent inflation rate; April 2022, 8.3
1: percent inflation rate what is it uh, well there are two kinds of inflation as we explain in the book one is the uh, non-monetary kind which you get when you get say a drought or uh, something like that a storm so prices go up temporarily war in ukraine which is going to hurt food prices and uh, then uh, then uh, the, the lockdowns that we had with the COVID. Now, normally on those non-monetary kinds of inflation, if you leave the economy alone, it eventually recovers. After World War II, we went from a wartime economy to a peacetime economy. Two years, prices rose up, a lot of uh, chaos, but we sorted the thing out. Unfortunately, this administration going out of its way to hurt that kind of recovery. In fact, it's making it worse. We see it now in the baby food baby formula, which uh, regulations and uh, other crazy things have created this artificial shortage. Uh, we see their war on energy. We see a gas pump that's yielded. And the other crazy things they're doing on regulations. Then there's the uh, second kind of inflation, uh, the traditional kind, monetary inflation, which means that uh, the value of your currency, the dollar, goes down, uh, usually because the government's creating too much money. And last year for, uh, and this is one of the most derelict decisions the Fed ever made, the last year, David, the Federal Reserve massively increased the money supply when there was no reason to do so. It was done for politics to help Jerome Powell get reappointed as chair. I don't know why they call heads of organizations now chairs, you know, sofas, whatever. But anyway, uh, he wanted reappointment. And uh, so they printed up a lot of money. And uh, that money now weighs over the economy. So these were uh, government-inflicted. Uh, afflictions for the most part and uh, the government's making it worse not better and so you may get some fluctuations month to month on those numbers but while all the consumers going to see and business people are going to see prices are rising and in many areas there are going to be shortages my
0: guest steve forbes chairman and editor-in-chief of forbes media brand new book inflation what it is Why It's Bad and How to Fix It by Steve, also by Nathan Lewis and Elizabeth Ames, his co-authors. Uh, the why here. I, I mean, I, I, I try. And over the years, as, as you do, try to figure out the whys. What drives this? Uh, is it incompetence? Is it ideology? You know, is it belief even in just Keynesian economics? You talk about printing money. Uh, I just... The why doesn't escape me. It just seems right now, Steve, that there is a lot more to this why.
1: Well, a part of it is amazingly not just incompetence, which this administration seems addicted to, but also ideology. Uh, a lot of economists believe that a little bit of inflation is a good thing uh that's like saying uh changing the amount of uh, in a gallon of gasoline is a good thing or changing the ounces in a pound you know you buy a pound of cheese you expect 16 ounces well they may change it to 14 or 18 and this idea that uh, you if you reduce the value of the dollar that helps the economy uh it, it, it is crazy but uh, that's what they believe and the they, they have this theory called the Phillips curve. It's not a baseball pitch, the Phillips curve. It's named after an economist who said that if you want low unemployment, you have to have more inflation. If you want lower inflation, you have to have more unemployment. So right now, the Federal Reserve, having gummed up on the money side, is now talking about a soft landing. That is Fed speak for they're trying to slow the economy down, create a little more unemployment, slow the rise in wages and hope they don't go into a full-blown recession well experience shows when they try soft landing they usually end up with a crash landing. so if anytime you hear of a federal reserve official wanting to pilot a plane just run away uh they they don't know what they're doing here and uh, so uh, the fed is deliberately trying to slow the economy down and the way david you ultimately conquer inflation is having a stable value for the dollar and uh, we've done it before. The Fed did it in the late 80s and part of the 1990s. And you can do it without throwing the economy into a severe downturn, which these people seem to be on their way to doing. You
0: know, instead of the Phillips curve, maybe we can check out that thing. What's that guy's name again? Laffer. Anyway, <laughs> maybe we yes. check out. You, you <laughs> and I have a little history bed. there. though. No? Phillips curve bad. <laughs> you got it right. <laughs> well, you, you've led into the how to fix it, and, and you know, the points in the book about, you know, now versus other times when we've had inflation is 71, 1971. Then you look at, you know, other times when our economy has had downturns in some form. But the how to fix it now, uh, let me ask you this even to get to the how. Do we need to Have a new understanding, a new definition or a revised definition of inflation today, not inflationary pressures and causes. Those are standard. But today and then what's the rest of the how? How do we fix it?
1: Uh, Well, times and circumstances change. Uh, Economies change. But the principles remain the same on the non-monetary inflation, which this administration won't do, I don't think, until it gets whacked with an election is uh, leave the economy alone. Stop putting in regulations. They're now waging war on railroads. We mentioned what they're doing with the baby formula. Everything they touch uh, turns to a problem. So just, uh, I think the best expenditure Congress could make, since they like to spend, is to give this entire government a 12-month vacation. Go wherever they want, all expenses paid. And then leave the economy alone uh, remove these barriers, and by golly, when they come back, they'll look like geniuses because the American people will fix the thing. On uh, on the on, on the uh, monetary side, with our friends at the Fed, stop printing the money. They're still printing money, and so stop printing the money. Remove some of the excess money. Stabilize the value of the dollar. Uh, whether you do it through a gold standard or some combination of uh, commodity baskets or something. Uh, I like the gold standard because it worked for 180 years. But, hey, why let uh, facts get in the way? And uh, we'll we'll cure this thing. And so, yes, circumstances change, but the principles don't. Reagan understood that. John Kennedy understood that. Uh, Previous presidents have understood it. You know, even Bill Clinton, (laughs) for all of his flaws, at least his treasury people uh, understood, or some of them did, that a stable dollar is a good thing. And so they didn't uh, go in for the kind of uh, undermining the dollar that we've had with uh, other presidents.
0: You know, it's a tough one to overrule government
1: and the Fed, you know, the
0: instruments yes. of power, the instruments of government. Uh, but can can the private sector, and I don't even know what, I'll use the broad term private sector, but can the private sector do something, if anything, about this, actually in in contrast to government and especially this administration, uh, because we're stuck with this administration and by we're stuck, especially the people who don't have the liquidity, who have lower profit margins, personally lower rungs of the economic ladder, they're paying the highest price. So can private sector uh, do something to stabilize, to hold off, to stave off? the inflation issues, and to what extent do you think they could be
1: successful?
0: Uh,
1: Well, I think uh, uh, a lot of companies are going to try to uh, work with their uh, suppliers, their vendors. Uh, They don't want disruptions uh, to try to see this thing through. But I think uh, the key thing is we have to make sure in this election uh, that – There's going to be congressional breaks put on what this crowd seems addicted to doing in Washington. You know, the SEC announced the other day they're going to fight climate change by telling companies how to uh, run their companies, which is preposterous. That's modern day socialism. They don't have to acquire a company or nationalize it. They just tell you what to do. And if you don't do it, you, you, you get in trouble. So you saw what the private sector did. With uh, the vaccines during the COVID crisis, instead of eight years or ten years, they did it in twelve months. And uh, you know, uh, they weren't perfect the vaccines, but uh, they are better than anything else in the world. So you tell the private sector what to do, and uh, they will do it. But this administration doesn't want them to do things; they want them to do what the government tells them to do. So yeah, the private sector is going to do it as best as they can, work with their suppliers as best as they can. But you're right. And I hope uh, I hope the banks, uh, some of them uh, start to put out some lifelines uh, to especially the smaller businesses. And they, they're they the ones who are most vulnerable. They got hit the worst during the covid lockdowns and they don't have the uh, access to wherewithal to uh, get through uh, the tough times, unnecessary tough times these clowns are given us. So, yeah, we'll do the best we can, but it sure would help if uh, Washington wasn't uh, putting, uh, you know, weights on our feet and uh, telling us to run or barriers and things like that. Just get out of the way. You know, they used to say to doctors, first, do do no harm to the patient. (laughs) That should be the mantra for the government. Do no harm to the economy. Yeah.
0: Only problem is I don't know about this doctor in chief that we have right now. I don't think I want him checking my tonsils. Uh, the book. Oh boy. <laughs> The Book is Inflation What It Is Why It's Bad and How to Fix It by my guest Steve Forbes Chairman and Editor-in-Chief of Forbes Media available for you by the way at com and uh, you should check it out a great examination you know we should take copies and send them up and I don't know is there a mechanism that forces them to read the book we can like pin their eyes open Well I I I I
1: sent, in the name of patriotism, I sent a free copy to the president. I sent a free copy to Dr. Jill. Uh, Maybe she could read it to him at night when he goes to bed. And uh, hopefully they might learn something
0: from it. I'm not even going to go there right now, Steve, because we've known each other too long, my friend. Thank you for doing this, though. In all seriousness, we need to, to have understanding. And so many people are frustrated. Uh, Just whether they're a business owner or otherwise, all are paying a price here. So I really appreciate this. And and
1: that's the thing. Uh, Some people may make out with the inflation, but most people get hurt. And that's what the politicians uh, need to learn yet again. Nobody escapes this.
0: Yeah. The thing is, they never learn because the problem is they need to learn yet again. They just don't learn. And we pay the price. My friend, yeah. always a pleasure. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, David. Take right. care.
0: Inflation, what it is, why it's bad, and how to fix it. You can learn more about uh, this and, of course, get the book, uh, encounterbooks.com. It's a great read, uh, something that, again, you can share, learn, right? We need to learn because, Steve's point there, they seem to learn it yet again Is they just don't want it, anymore, right? You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon East, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.